Welcome to the Straight Up Small Business Podcast. I'm Beck Buchanan, accountant turned bookkeeping business owner. I'm passionate about small businesses like yours, and I create this weekly podcast to support and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business journey. Hello and welcome to episode 83. I'm recording this episode in my hometown of Casuarina, New South Wales, which is on the land of the Kujumbara people of the Bundjalung Nation. I would like to acknowledge them and pay respects to them as the traditional owners of this beautiful land that I'm lucky to call home. Today, I want to chat about Australia's goods and services tax, aka GST. Specifically, some strange comments I have been hearing from business owners of late around GST. I already have a big episode on this topic, which is episode 11. I recorded it over a year ago now, but it's all still relevant and accurate. I did re-listen to it before saying that. So if you want to know all there is to know about GST, then please go back and have a listen to that one because today's episode is going to be a bit of a niche GST episode about why you shouldn't be scared of GST as a business owner. And here is what inspired me to record this. A tax accountant recently told one of my business friends, who is a sole trader, that in order to avoid registering for GST because he was about to hit the $75,000 GST registration threshold, that his wife should register for an ABN, an Australian business number, and then they could run the business through her ABN till she hit the $75,000 threshold under that ABN and thereby buy themselves some more time not registering for GST. So they could make $150,000 in sales between them under both of their ABNs before having to register for GST under the one ABN where the $75,000 threshold exists. I was in shock when I heard this, like I can't believe a tax accountant is recommending this. Apart from the fact that the proposal by the tax accountant reeks of tax avoidance, what a cumbersome and complicated way to run a business, juggling ABNs and worrying about avoiding GST registration. I'm all about the abundance mindset and thinking big. So telling a client or a a business friend to keep their business small in order to avoid GST, where the GST registration level is around the Australian average full-time salary anyway right now, just seems a bit bonkers to me. But I think what bothered me most about the proposal was that it set my business friend up for thinking GST was something to be scared of something to avoid, something that's a real hassle, which absolutely isn't the case. In fact, GST can be quite the opposite. It can be handy in some ways. You see, by not registering for GST, my friend was missing out on getting GST refunded by the Australian Taxation Office or the ATO for all the GST that they were paying on their expenses. Now, this can differ a lot in significance between businesses, as some businesses might deal a lot with other businesses who aren't registered for GST, and therefore there aren't any or many refunds on the table. But in my business friend's case, pretty much every expense they were incurring had GST on it. So they were leaving GST refunds on the table by not being registered in the first place. So business owners, listen up. 
GST isn't something to worry about or put off or juggle ABNs over. Let me lay it out for you briefly. GST is a consumption tax at a rate of 10% borne by consumers, not by businesses. Once registered for GST, businesses act as a GST tax collection agency of sorts for the government, but they do not end up bearing the cost of the goods and services tax. And here's how. A registered business must charge 10% GST on their taxable sales. Some products and services are considered GST-free, like basic food, medical, health and care services, and many more. So obviously you wouldn't add GST to these products and services. But for those taxable sales where GST does apply, charging GST usually just means adding 10% to whatever your pre-GST registration product or service cost was and stating on the tax invoices you provide to your clients or your customers that you have charged them GST. A registered business is able to get a refund for the 10% GST that it pays on its expenses, and not all expenses will have GST, but a business owner will be able to work out the GST they have paid by collecting tax invoices from their suppliers and recording the GST that they have paid on those invoices, ideally in accounting software like Zero. A registered business is required to report on its GST to the Australian Taxation Office in a document called a Business Activity Statement. For most businesses, this reporting will fall due every quarter, but depending on sales levels, it might be monthly. Or for businesses that aren't at the GST threshold yet, but registered for GST voluntarily, then they can submit this document yearly if they choose. In this document, or a BAS, or a business activity statement, or an activity statement, all the same thing, a business outlines its sales, its GST on those sales and its GST on its expenses. And the business is required to pay the Australian Taxation Office the net GST only, i.e. the GST it has collected on its sales less the GST it has paid on its expenses. As long as the business owner understands from the outset that the GST it charges on its taxable sales was never their money to keep in the first place, that it was just collecting this consumption tax on behalf of the government and will need to pay it to the government in the near future, they should not run into any dilemmas. Where I do see dilemmas arise is, number one, If the business owner doesn't add 10% to the pre-GST cost of their good or service, but rather just incorporates the GST into the cost of their good or service, thereby diluting their revenue. And number two, where the business owner spends the GST that it has collected on behalf of the government before submitting their activity statement, and then they find that they can't pay what is due when the time comes. In terms of the first dilemma, I know in my business friend's case, they would end up diluting their revenue once registered for GST because they felt the going rate for the product they were selling was the one they were charging pre-GST and they weren't willing to add 10% on top of that price. And they were selling to consumers who are going to bear the price of the GST, not business to business. So they believe their customers would go elsewhere if they added GST on top of what they were already charging. And hence, I guess, why their tax accountant was telling them to juggle ABNs. But my response here would be to say, are you sure your clients or your customers won't cope with a slight 
increase in price? Can't you deliver 10% extra when delivering that product to your customers that will make you stand out compared to your competitors and make your customers feel like they're getting a better deal with you even though they have to pay slightly more? Or alternatively, go and dilute your revenue and not up your price for that GST, but put all of your energy into making more sales rather than putting your energy into gaming the GST system. Think big, not small. Think where you want to be one year from now, two years from now, which I'm sure you're going to need to be registered for GST at that point. Not worry about how much GST you're saving from delaying your registration for a couple of months now. And in terms of the second dilemma, let me just say this is a rookie business owner error. Thinking that the GST is yours to keep and then getting angry or upset when you need to pay it away. It's not yours to keep. You are collecting it on behalf of the ATO and you will need to pay it away at the end of every quarter at least. So best to know what the amount is or an approximate, sweep the money aside so you have it there when it falls due and focus your energy on growing your underlying sales and your business generally, not your GST ups and downs. Some quick GST housekeeping knowledge before I wrap this episode up. First up, you need to register for GST once your business hits $75,000 in turnover, or if you're a not-for-profit, then that is a higher threshold of $150,000. And this is over a rolling 12-month period, not a calendar year and not a financial year. So if you're averaging 6 to 7K in sales per month and you haven't yet registered for GST, then I suggest you go and look into it. To register, you can do it in MyGov or online services for business. You can call the ATO and do it by phone, or you can get a BAS agent or a tax agent to do it for you. Once registered, you need to issue tax invoices to your customers or your clients, collect GST, and report and pay the GST to the ATO via business activity statements. Accounting software like Xero make it fairly straightforward to prepare business activity statements, but I highly recommend getting some training first up, maybe just 30 minutes of training with a tax agent or a BAS agent or a business friend who really knows what they're doing before submitting your first activity statement, just to ensure you're not making any mistakes because these can compound over years and become a bit curly to unwind if you're not careful. And as I said earlier, I have a very informative GST episode, which is episode 11. If you want to go back and listen to that, I definitely encourage you to do so if you want to get into a bit more depth in this area. But in short, don't be scared of GST. More than 2 million businesses in Australia are registered for GST. And if you're not going to be one of them, that's fine. But make sure it's for a good reason that makes sense for you and your business and not a short-sighted tax avoiding one. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you next time.